the elevator hits the floor, you notice no buttons were pushed or anything. The elevator just took off automatically. Um, when the door opens up, it's on a lower level than you expected. Um, there's obviously a parking garage under the Evo building. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh, And good. there are two more um, security officers fairly, you know, identically dressed to the ones that have already flanking you, waiting for you at the bottom. As the doors open, they're they're just standing there. And as you and DeVry and uh, the other two exit, they basically take up positions ahead of you. So you've got two behind you, two in front of you, and you and DeVry are in the box. So let's see. Are you expecting trouble, Mr. DeVry? She looks at you again with a smile. And says, not particularly, no. Oh, I certainly very feel very safe with all as of these you guards. Should. As you should. I can assure you there is absolutely no threat towards you. I'm just sort of setting up our, our little posse here. All right. So as you guys hustle towards the parking garage, um, Kirsten suddenly abruptly stops and uh she's looking at her calm and she looks back at, at boxer and she says look at the look at the the location marker it hasn't moved from the building that can be right in the time they've had god give me the update what's going on in there actually get your friend to give us an update can she um cecile <laughs> you get a text from kirsten What's going on? Are you? We we're expecting you. We're waiting for you in the parking garage. They took a. There's a hidden elevator to some kind of underground uh, garage. I'm surrounded by guards. I can't leave. Kirsten looks over at Boxer. Frag. They've got her in a garage I didn't know about underneath of the Evo building. She says security's really tight. Fuck. Should I said frag? Anyway, all right. Unanticipated variables. This is fine. How do we get down there? Do you have any other friends that we can call? Mm. I don't know. She looks worried. Allow me to use my cat magic. Words, words, words. I. No, I have no one for this. Kirsten looks a little. She certainly straightens up and she looks at you and says, You. You guys don't need to help me with this. This, I mean, this is way more than I expected it to be. Um, this is going to be dangerous. I, you know, if you guys don't want to be part of this at this point, I don't blame you one bit. Madam, I do not carry these for no reason. It's part of the job. I am more concerned with finding where the hell the parking garage exits, or rather, how we can get down there. I could probably, I could probably uh, trot the astral and take a look myself. If oh. well, actually, now that I think about it, they probably have words down there. Hey, Paul, if I might interject, uh, Cecile at this point, getting a little desperate, wants to call in one of her contacts. Okay. She wants to con send a message to Krillsec, like. Hey, urgent! I'll pay a premium. I need everything you have on uh, whatever her name is, Devry. Allison, was it? 
Alistair Bry? Alistair Bry, who appears to be, at least from on, you know, looking at her physically, appears to be a uh, your standard sort of upper level corporate uh, corporate suit face mm-hmm. type person. And then Cecile says, you know, uh, works some association with Evo. A- need this ASAP. Put it on my tab. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get Krillsec on the phone. So you're calling Krillsec, or you texted him? Texted him. If he doesn't text back, then a call. Okay. Um, all right. You get an pretty much instantaneous. What does Krillsec do again? He's a data broker. Data broker, yeah. He's uh, just, is he connected to anybody officially or just, is he a freelance? Freelance. Okay. The big he, fish for a freelance. Yeah, he gets, uh, he He also does right like there. electronics shipments and stuff, I should mention. And how did you know him? Uh, she's just been a client for a long time. So like a several years long client for like data and electronics shit. So you don't you've have you've never you've never met a person physically. No, she she only knows him them through like some kind of hard to distinguish dwarf uh you know matrix icon. You get a text right back and uh it's short to the point the way he always is on it. Um so you guys are headed you see now that you're headed for a uh uh a Mitsubishi Night Sky limo. Um in Evo livery, and there are two additional security personnel standing by the limo. Good. Can I, can I make a composure test for Cecile? Absolutely. I, I want to see if Cecile's losing it a bit. Yeah. Ah. We, could, we could give her a negative, too, if you wanted to. <laughs> she only got a two, so it's holding yeah. in there. She's holding in there, and she realizes that she's sweating, and she hopes she remembered to put on her antiperspirant this morning. Oh, she absolutely did. <laughs> no, no doubt about it. No question whatsoever. She has a routine. All right. So the people that are standing at the Mitsubishi Night Sky, um, unlike the four security people flanking you at this point, um, seem to be somewhat uh, more um, advanced in rank than the the four covering you and one of them uh the one who looks like an officer nods at at devry as you approach um boxer and nightingale um you are looking you have noticed on your comlinks that the um the pin that you got dropped for the target um appears to still be in the building and you've gotten confirmation from Kirsten that indeed there appears to have been another parking garage under that building where the target now is and apparently or supposedly accompanied by security. Um, And uh, Cecile, you get a, you get a text back um, from Krilsek expletive frag Drek. Stay away from that woman. Bad trouble. I just sent a text back saying, too late, period. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, is that, that's all you send back? All I sent back, yeah. Um, you get back an emoji. Um, what should the emoji be? It's not a poop emoji. It's more of a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a house on fire emerg- or emoji. 
I just find the idea of an extraordinarily powerful man just swapping emojis with some college girl. <laughs> um, it is the future. The future is emoji. And, uh, yeah, he says, is there anything you get quick text back? Anything I can do? He only, only has a couple seconds to think right now, I imagine. Um, but my mind is blanking. Cecile need Cecile look into what was his face, the head of Evo in that area? Oh did they give you a name? They did. The the head guy. Oh. Uh Dean Petrov? Yes, Dean Petrov. She says, look into Dean Petrov. Something weird is going down. Alright. Um so as you're you're approaching the limo, um Boxer and Nightingale, what are your actions at this point? Nightingale is letting Boxer take a lead, but she's already formulating plans in her head while she keeps up with them. Right. Yeah. I need to get down. No, we can't take the elevator. We'll end up behind them. And frankly, I don't think we can afford that. We need to find that entrance somehow. But uh, God, if you don't know how it is, and you've been here for who knows how long. All right. Nightingale, you have an inkling that um, if you enter the Evo building, the Watcher spirits around it would certainly take note of you. That seems to be the parameter of their of their patrol is that they're they're watching the the building. So if you enter that building, that's probably going to trip them. All um, right. Sorry. Mm. I don't think that we can intercept them here. <sighs> We're going to need to get back to our vehicles and make sure that we can keep track of her. And we're going to need to intercept them, God, somewhere. I should have brought a bigger gun. (laughs) Just as a matter of interest, um, could Cecile sense the people around her, or specifically DeVry? Yeah. Okay. Oof, never mind. Yeah, no successes. Um, Ooh, cool. You you make an attempt to a sense, and uh, although you don't get any information back, you you know from the sensing, you get information back from the fact that uh, the uh, that she grins at you, and so does one of the uh, security officers. Which you don't need a logic test to know that that means that they sensed you're a sensing good to know cecile smiles politely and gives a look the half embarrassed look (laughs) playing it cool all the way to the grave (laughs) hopefully not obviously (laughs) if you're gonna die you need to die politely it's the american canadian way (laughs) with style um, DeVry rather politely, um, and with a, uh, an expression that, um, seems to indicate, you know, you know what this is about. And she reaches, holds out her hand as if asking for your bag. Ah, of course. Cecile hands it over. Um, let's see, what would she have? Yeah, no, is she, ooh, actually... Erica Elite would, I guess, be in her bag, yeah. 
He has some gloves, um, a cred stick, mm. earbuds, and glasses. She wouldn't say, can I keep my, can I hold on to my, uh, com? I mean, she knows what'll happen if she says that. <laughs> she, she's gotten the picture now. DeVry hands the bag over to the, uh, to the officer, um, who was at the, at the night sky and he opens it up and looks inside of it and shakes his head. And then he, he actually hands it back to you. Okay. And you have your bag back. Cecile and, looks surprised and just like puts it back on awkwardly. Yeah. At this point, um, he opens the back door to the, uh, to the limo. And Vry again motions, you know, that kind of after you motion. Steel steps in um, and obviously goes to the far end, trying to get as far away from this woman as possible. And that... she follows you in. The car is um, appointed opulently, but in the same sort of clean, minimalist aesthetic as the uh, the rest of the Evo building is. Um, the front door is open. Um, the officer gets into the driver's side and the other somewhat elevated officer who had been with him at the night sky gets into the passenger side and you see that you are leaving the four additional officers behind at this point. That is good. Maybe. Huh. All right. saying two is fewer than six. Indeed. Um, Alice DeVry starts making some rather inane chit chat with you as well. All the time, all the while maintaining that sort of Cheshire cat grin on her face that, you know, says, I know that you know that I know that you know. Um, Boxer and Nightingale, you see that the pin for the target is now in motion. And you guys, have you guys already started headed back to the alleyway? Yeah, they're hurrying back to their vehicles. All right. So you guys are hurrying back towards the vehicles. Um, Kirsten is behind you cursing and uh, saying, fragging stuck up slitch. Why did she have to be so stubborn? (laughs) (laughs) While while they're walking in pretty much a straight line on the campus, Nightingale is going to attempt to summon a spirit. Ooh, okay. Okay, let's let me let me let me take a look at my skills to make sure. So first I determine the spirit's type, its force, right? And that that'll be a, a guardian spirit. Let's say a, a force of three with the optional power of psychokinesis. And that I'll I'll have to beat its force with a conjuring check, right? Hello? Yep. Uh, yep. Okay, I thought I thought my audio died. We're just being very studious. Very studious. Thank you. Um, I'm looking to see how many people can fit on a Yamaha Growler. Why can't I find conjuring? It's not, doesn't look to be in Summoning. Line. Summoning. Yeah. Oh, oh 88. Actually, okay. so I have seven die for that. Yeah, a spirit. Okay. And in excess of its force, that's the number of services it owes me to a minimum of one. And while she's doing this, uh, while they're going there, um, I would like Boxer to call, to fiddle with her comm link and get her bike to come to her as a pilot program. Okay. 
Uh, don't forget to roll for the spirit as well. It it, it resists with a three d six, right? Because its force is three. Mm-hmm. It did not uh, succeed at all, so it only owes me one service. Um, I'm going what to kind ask. Of spirit it, was? was it? It's a guardian spirit. Okay. Um, I can give you the little thing, but uh, I I'm going to tell it that there is a woman uh and and that she's she's a magician she's uh she's young uh human she's she's currently with a lot of other people bad people bad hard-hearted people i want you to go and make sure and 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 guard her from what arm you can that is to say i want it to use the guard power on her uh which i believe it can do from the astral what do your watcher spirits look like again? It's not a watcher spirit. It's a guardian spirit. Guardian spirit, sorry. Uh, they resemble an obviously magical, uh, an obviously not living pony, usually with some kind of armor or weaponry consistent. Well, a mystical kind of dark version of the armor that a guard's pony would wear. Okay. The... Uh... Point of order quickly. Don't forget to take drain. Oh, yes. Um, trying to get rid of six drain. Oof. Oof. Yeah. One, two, uh, three. Twice the hits generated on the opposed side of the test, actually. So did, did they, they get, get any? None. They so, didn't get any. I guess no drain. Okay, then. Congratulations. One service. Are you, yeah, but only one service. Yeah, but that's 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 what I would tell it to do is to go and use its guard power on the woman that I specified, who's in the company of bad, hard-hearted people. Um, I'd give them like a vague direction, maybe uh, awkwardly check my comm link. Yeah, because you know the direction that it's in. Um... Yeah, tell them that the, they're underground, that they but they should avoid uh, going into the actual building. There's there's a there's creature there's spirits there. They would not take kindly to them, and it's sort of the uh, the guardian spirit sort of quizzically cocks his head at you when you say when you describe this guard this person, but don't go into the building where she is. They're they're going they're going to move, you know, like a, like a cart pulled by pull stallions, but it's not a pulled by pull stallions. It's it just it moves on its own. I I can't explain. Go. It somewhat hesitantly trots off in the direction of the Evo building. Thank you. She says astrally and uh, at that point she drops her astral perception and uh, catches back up with the group. Yeah, I take it you guys are sort of hustling at this point, right? So you're you're crossing the street running into the alleyway where your vehicles are. Actually, no, your your bike pulled up already in front of you Boxer. All right. Uh, I don't think I can fit both of you on here. Wouldn't it yeah. be a better idea to take the van? You know the chief of density of a motorcycle? It skips traffic. <sighs> the motorcycle is going to be faster and it's going to have better handling. The van's going to have, um, you know, better armor. Um, We're going to need that van to pick her up once we retrieve her. But do I, do I need to catch her first. All right, what, what, what am I doing? What do I do? And... She looks to um <clears throat> to Kristen. Can you drive? 
Or can you at least sit behind the wheel? Uh, I can. Uh, how about if I go with you and Nightingale? You're still invisible, right? If they're actually behind the shop now, she would have dropped it. Unless you can stop a moving vehicle with your mind, I do believe I will need... Uh, not, uh, would she be going by Nightingale? Yes, Nightingale. Yeah. Nightingale, I don't suppose you have anything heavy that could stop, say, an armored car? Well, I... Uh, uh, how, how much do cars typically weigh? Uh, several thousand pounds. Okay, hold on. Let's 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 do let's do the math, kids. Like just a large sedan is going to weigh um, five or six thousand pounds, so you know, three thousand kilograms. Ooh, um, I will be honest. Um, car is a little bit above my pay grade. Uh, <laughs> they they weigh a little bit a little bit too much for me. All right, all right, that's fine. You get your van. You follow behind. Keep track of keep track of her on your com, and well, we're just going to have to follow that car as unobtrusively as we can manage. And once they stop, we're going to have to be quick. Okay, all right, I can I can do that. Um, and she she immediately goes back to her car, um, and pulls the door open of her magic and clambers on in. She is going to cast analyze device. Uh, on the actual like steering wheel and other controls of the vehicle, um, I would have to succeed against its object resistance. What would you say the object resistance would for uh, would be for it, Paul? For analyzing the vehicle? Yeah, just just like how to drive, basically. But you, don't you know how to drive? She knows how to drive enough to get from point A to point B without stress or any exceptional circumstances. I gotcha. Okay. Um, so she's already got some familiarity, so um, threshold of three, maybe? Okay, we'll go with a threshold of three, which I'll go ahead and do a spellcasting test. I'm going to say I'll cast it at a force of six, so that would be first the spellcasting test, which it's is... sort of an odd application of that I'm not sure whether, to what extent, you know, analyze device is going to give you the ability to drive better. It, uh, when using a device or piece of equipment, it gives you, uh, bonus dice equal to the excess hits that you score on the test. Oh, yeah, you need to overcome the object resistance. Mm -hmm. So three minus whatever hits I get on the spellcasting test, I will get to pilot groundcraft which I have zero in because defaulting. I got you. Oh, wait, no, I only have one because uh, we're not dealing with the encumbrance. Okay. Anyway. We'll go with it right Two, now. I think... Three, four. That's only one excess hit. Okay. And I resist the drain. I think technically analyze device or device in, in those terms is not necessarily the whole vehicle, but I think it's good enough for now. Well, the steering wheel. There you go. How to use the steering wheel? Is that is that a reasonable device? Sure. Okay. Um. So I only have one excess hit, so that means I'll be rolling two die. To drive. Reaction. Uh, if it's equal to my reaction, that would mean. No, no, no. Driving is driving plus reaction. Driving still plus reaction. 
Okay, so, so yeah, because I'm defaulting, it's one, now two D, uh, dice because of an uh, analyzed device. Anyway, there you go. Mm. Um, and she's going to, to take after the bike whenever it starts moving. Okay, so Boxer, you have the, uh, the pin um, up in AR, so you can follow the location of, of the target. Yeah. And you see that you're going to have to um, basically head down the street, take a right to intercept them as they're coming out of the, off of campus. She's actually not playing on intercepting them. She's just going to trail them until like they get out. Cause like, she's not getting through that car. It's armored. She knows. What is the, uh, what is the power of a guardian spirit? Uh, so the guard power, um, which I cannot find it in a 4E book, but I presume it is roughly the same between the two editions. Uh, it means that she will be protected from um, accidents, uh, like, say, drowning or having a heart, uh, a heart attack or something along those lines. And she can also not glitch. However, if it stops a, a glitch of any kind, that counts as a service, and it would thus be, be done. Okay. Yeah, I'm not finding guard either. So basically, it keeps her from coming to harm that's not directly the intention of someone. Uh, and it also keeps her from uh, messing up really badly whenever she attempts to do something. So like a good luck charm? Pretty much. I suppose if the vehicle were to crash without the intention of hurting her, she'd get out mostly unscathed also. Fortunate that we can... No. Nightingale wouldn't go for that. All right. So you see the you see the motorcycle with uh, with Boxer and Kirsten take off, and uh, you pull out of the alleyway, following them with actually a a, a little more, more skill than you expected. Um, Boxer, as you cruise down the uh, the main road, avoiding traffic um, and pedestrians, and then turn a right, um, you see the exit main exit for the campus and there is a Mitsubishi night sky um in Evo's sort of clean white livery um cruising out and it uh coincides with the pin on your on your heads up display. Uh, couldn't be more obvious but it <sighs> settle into the long long diet girl and uh hold on I don't know when we'll be accelerating uh, Cecile, mm -hmm. are you going to take any actions as the limo is leaving the campus? What, what's Cecile going to do? I don't know. Um, only something stupid. Only Jump out the has. skylight. <laughs> <laughs> Ask for a drink. <laughs> I, I, I would, you know what Cecile is? Cecile's going to be like, uh, excuse me, do you have some like mineral water or <laughs> No chai tea in here. Mineral water. Oh, oh excellent choice. Um, Alice opens up a uh, a bar area and pulls out two bottles of water. Out and looks at you. Would you like it in a glass or from the bottle? Glass, please. She pulls out two beautiful crystal glasses and fills them with water, and hands one of them to you and uh, takes a sip. And then she says. 
So, Cecile, I assume that at this point you know that our interests uh, in you are not necessarily for your skills in the lab. Yeah, that was pretty obvious when you took me to see uh, the Dean. Ah, yes. You've been playing it very well. I must admit I've been impressed. Um, Well, one mustn't play their hand too soon. No, that's true. If you're going to go out with style, if you're going to go out, you might as well go out with style, right? So she gives you sort of a look as like one one style aficionado to another. So what does bring you here, Mr. Vry? Um, I get called in for special duties. Um, I take care of problems for Evo. And unfortunately, Cecile, it seems that you have made a problem of yourself. Ah. And... Before you ask, I'm not privy to that information. However, I can tell you that the habit that you have made of accessing secure systems and networks was probably not the healthiest choice. You should have resisted that impulse. She looks almost regretful for what it's worth. I can't say I recall doing any such things recently. Are you sure they're as secure as you were saying they were? She grins. Chuckles a little. Well, matrix security isn't really my purview. I'm more of a, shall we say, hands-on type. Of course. To be fair, you've done your job excellently. Yes, well, when the company's invested as much in one as Evo has in me, one would expect that. Um, so, Boxer, what is your what is your intent at this point? He's shadowing the car okay from a good distance because she has the benefit of a tracker so she doesn't like need to maintain visual all the time subtlety is the name of the game cecile you get a uh something pops up in your ar um and it's from kirsten and she says we're be- we're following you paul i have to ask like so the doors i assume are locked like cecile couldn't just open the door could she probably not um Probably not. Okay. And you'd have to, you'd need, I mean, if you did, if you tried to open the door, we would roll initiative because you'd have to get past DeVry. Right. And at this point, she's not made any overt move against you. Obviously, she feels exceedingly secure in the situation. See, the, the problem is I, I can't hack yet. Cecile doesn't actually have any hacking programs. <laughs> that is rather, <clears throat> that's rather unfortunate. Yeah, let me let me do some looking while you set the scene, Paul. All right, so you're you guys are moving the 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 Mitsubishi Night Sky is moving smartly through downtown Seattle. Um, several cars behind, followed by Boxer and Kirsten on the motorcycle, and then trailing behind them is Nightingale in the van. Um, it looks, Boxer, as though the vehicle is headed in the direction of the harbor. Um, you would say you probably have an, about another 30 minutes if they keep going at this rate before they enter um, the, secured, the secure harbor facilities where you'd have to get through a checkpoint. Mm-hmm. You know this from experience. There's, that's not anything... All right. 
So, from what I understand, this would be a shipping harbor, correct? Yes. Uh, Seattle means... is a very busy port. Okay. Which means the areas surrounding it may be of a somewhat questionable sort. Hmm. All right. What she's going to try and do is she's trying, she is going to try and uh, extrapolate from their present path uh, where they're going, trying to infer that. And she's going to try and get ahead of them. Okay. Um, which would be a test. Driving test, I presume. Yep. Pilot ground craft. Fortunately for me, yeah, she's you... pretty good at that. So you have nine dice, if I'm understanding that. Yes. Got two hits on that. Mm. All right. Well, um, so they're not aware of your presence at this time, so there's no opposed test. So basically, you're maneuvering through the traffic, and you're starting to um, gain on them. And you you think you found, on your heads-up display, you think you found a uh, a path where you could shortcut through a couple of side roads and end up ahead of them. Are you going to tell um, Nightingale what you're up to? Mm -hmm. Yeah. God, she wouldn't be able to get up ahead, though. It's going to be, be very nice. Well, all right. So you're you're headed south at the moment. Um, the, uh, the harbor is down, uh, is south of downtown Seattle towards Tacoma. It's Tacoma. We have a map. Right? Of Auburn. We have a map of Auburn. Cool. Where's my Seattle map? Hmm? Oh, to the map. Okay, so to Tacoma. It doesn't really, you know, for the sake of what we're doing here, it doesn't matter. It's really just more for flavor. Mm. I'm just hoping to find a good place where I can uh, stop a car. Um, so you... Munitions. Nightingale, you see... Uh, the motorcycle peel off, and uh, you get a text and AR from from Boxer that she's going to attempt to intercept the uh, the car. So, Boxer, make another pilot ground craft roll. Nightingale will not bother with texting back. This should have brought my heavy weapons. I was like, ah, yes, this will be a time for handguns. No, I mean, listen, non-lethal rounds can't go through cars. Yeah. All right. Did you make another? You did make another pilot ground craft. So you got three hits. Um, you're moving up now, and you're you're the pathway that you had found by maps is looks like it's panning out, and you're about to pull out in front of the in front of the vehicle, not like right in front of it, but you're about to get into traffic ahead of it. Mm. This and, is precisely why I have explosives. Unfortunately. I do not have explosives. <laughs> um, so make a quick perception check. Perception. Mm. Um, they may have... You're not sure how gracefully you got back into traffic there. It may have been a bit obvious. Mm. Uh, I guess we better roll... I guess we better roll um, initiative. Paul, I did want to ask. So... So we're on the same page. I ex I specifically made it so that um, Cecile did not have any like hacking type programs because I wanted Cecile to be like, you know, at least mostly law abiding. 
it's one of I was imagining her as one of those people that doesn't like break into systems so much as she happens to find those websites that probably shouldn't be on the internet but are you know, yeah. an intern forgot to push the don't publish this button yeah or you might have had you may have had access that you know mm-hmm. they didn't quite think through this is true um but you'll 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 find out eventually okay. where the issue came in because right. it's connected to it's connected to chapter one story. Alright. I was just making sure we're on the same page. I didn't want it to be like a I wanted to make sure you didn't think Cecile was one of those like super duper hackers that hacks to get information. No, no she's just I, a snoop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. Um yeah. Like you said, you've been doing you've been doing some research. Uh your hobby is uh writing um mystery fiction correct and you've been doing some research on that and uh you've been using the your evo terminal Mm. and uh yeah i don't know you may have inadvertently found some things that looked like fodder for your mystery writing that were actually real and sensitive they were old files, so you figured, well, this is just archival material. <laughs> Nobody's going to care. Public domain. Yeah. And on the internet, you know, once it's more than a couple of hours old, you know, it can't be that secret. This thing is five months old. Who's even going to notice? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that sort of was my rat. That's mm-hmm. not trying well, to give you too much, but that's sort of how I had rationalized where she was. Don't worry about campaign. it. I was just, I was just making sure we were on the same page. Is the campaign just going to be her writing her book about us? Because, like, for one thing, that'd be like cool, but also, that would be cool. oh god, oh no, publicity. That would be cool. Um, yeah, I, I was actually sort of glad that we could do little excerpts of that of her like <laughs> fucking chewing bubble gum and like bitching about us and like while she's like scripting it out like the the book like making <laughs> making arcs and stuff and she's like and the fucking pony did whatever she's that goddamn cat about it you know this the fact that you know she's finally caught up with some some real shadow runners doing real mystery type stuff and it's not quite the way she had anticipated it being in real life she was hoping it was cleaner much cleaner. Dirty, they're freaks, and they're annoying. And they don't make nearly enough money. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, the shit I... But under her leadership, she thinks she can make them profitable. (laughs) (laughs) Under her leadership, huh? Boxer. Boxer has issues. On on whatever whatever is the Chan board of the of the twenty eighties, she's probably like read the stories about shadow runners and they always like bring in big money, you know, more money than any wage slave ever ever could dream to get. And Kirsten obviously has secrets. Oh, I, yeah. I was thinking that Cecile knew a little bit about what Kirsten does. She's a is... sex worker, isn't she? Uh what? A sex worker. 
Erskine? That's what I got away. That's what I took away whenever she said that she had other jobs. And the people. No, I'm pretty sure it's like information trade stuff. <laughs> That's what I, I guess I... you'll both have to just find out when Paul reveals it. Oh my god. I think I'm legally banned from revealing it, though. <laughs> legally banned? <laughs> you'll do it through exposition <laughs> eventually, Paul. That's oh, all confirmation. That's just confirmation. <laughs> confirmation of which, though? Loose lips sink ships. And Evo's going down. Damn. I'm gonna eat Profits are going up. Don't eat my shins, young lady. Grrr. No, stop. Heal. Uh, God, what do you say to ponies when they're trying to eat your shins? Down. Um, oh, that doesn't work. Yeah, I was, I was looking over and I was like, God, I really wish Cecile knew how to hack right now. Yeah, I was wishing that too. Technology like, would be nice right now. Maybe she could do like a spoof, like grab DeVry's credentials and then open the door and like go out and levitate herself away. And then I was like, well, no, wait, I can't do any of that. <laughs> that is unfortunate. None of us, well, okay, aside from Liz, none of us brought our full capabilities to bear here. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, you've all been sort of caught at a, a slight disadvantage because no chance to plan, no chance for legwork. Um, you know, the situation, while Cecile suspected the situation, it really didn't become apparent until it was mostly too late by the time she got off the elevator you know she was surrounded by security personnel and you know it was probably apparent to cecile that alice de Vry was not necessarily somebody that you could mm -hmm. tangle with physically no yeah cecile was very much like i am walking forward knowing full well that every step i take i close the noose tighter that is scary situation especially when you have don't really know what the hell why why? Yeah, Cecile's just like, yes, I know everything, and she really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they would eventually, potentially, would Cecile wonder what happened to uh, Dr. L? The old is old. Dr. L, like, is Dr. L basically like a custodian, just does, like, organization and stuff? Yeah, I mean, his title is lab manager, but he really was more of just a custodian, you know, making sure that everybody in the lab had what they needed, that the place was cleaned up. Mm. Um, he also knew his way around the university system, so he was sort of, in some ways, a sort of a mentor able to help people out. You know, he knew the corporate politics of the university and stuff like that. Mm. Cecile definitely isn't worried right now. Not about him, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit busy. Yeah, there there are more pressing matters at hand right now. Um, she probably just hopes that terminated means fired, mm -hmm. and not fired from a cannon. <laughs> I I don't think that's even on Cecile's mind right now. She's like, well, I this hope this is a quickly. good glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it was worth it. I think it oh, was. It is an excellent glass of water, clean, Terminate. pure. You know, imported from the Swiss Alps, not more Mineralized. than hours ago. All of the good minerals. All right, I'll be ready. 
I'll be ready to pick it up again next Friday if you guys are too. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. <sighs> Heck yeah. Hell yeah. But now playing in the mud. Now I'm turning into a pumpkin. Go to bed, <laughs> fucking manoid. Damn. But yeah, go to bed, dude. Just sleep. Good night, guys. Okay. This was nice. Okay. One foot back to bed. Go to bed. Sleep. I I don't know how robots work. Please. All right, friends. This makeshift team of runners seems to be closing in on the girl Cecile's location. Are they going to be able to rescue her? Does she even need rescue? Let's find out in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, subscribe or let us know that you enjoyed it or any of your other thoughts. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Hard Knock Sorority Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Hard Knock Sorority Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. The music for the Hard Knock Sorority Podcast was written and performed by Trace Mineral. The Hard Knock Sorority Podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons License 4.0 meaning you are welcome to use the material as long as you give us credit.